a Radio 191 FM podcast. Tuesday through to Thursday at 9.05 a.m. on the Radio 1 Breakfast Show, our resident political aficionado, John Moore, drops by to deliver bite-sized politics. From the Octagon to the Beehive to the White House to the Kremlin, as it happens, here's your political roundup. Maureen John. Kia ora koutou, and on today's political roundup, I'll be looking at the polls and asking the question, are the polls bollocks? First of all, question, what is the most popular party in New Zealand? Answer, all depends on which recently released poll you refer to. Two polls have been released this week which show completely different results. The News Hub Read Research poll shows Labour to now be the most popular option, sitting on 50.8%, compared to the Nats at 37.4%. And in contrast, the One News Colmer Brunton poll shows the complete opposite situation excuse me with national on 44% and and uh, labor just below national so what the hell is going on with these polls largely this comes down to a crisis of legitimacy of polling in general and this is an international trend so think back to brexit as well as the election of the donald the polls got it completely wrong, or seemed to get it completely wrong, in regards to these two seminal political events. We were told by the media and political scientists that the Remain option was going to get a majority in the Brexit referendum. Wrong. And Hillary Clinton was seen as romping, romping it to the presidency. Again, wrong. Um, so these predictions or assurances were largely based on what can be seen as dodgy polls. So why polls become far less reliable than in the past? Partly it's down to methodology. That is, the sample group being polled are perhaps not particularly representative of the larger population. When pretty much everyone had a landline, it was relatively easy to get an accurate sample group. But today many people primarily rely on cell phones and perhaps don't have a landline at all. And there's also the move by polling companies to use internet panels for polling. Now, the problem here is that different polling companies are using different methods for gaining sample groups. So, for example, the Colmar Broughton poll calls half their sample on the cell phone. And in contrast, the News Hub poll calls a quarter of their sample through an internet panel. So using different methods or account for some of the differences in contrast with poll results. Another explanation for the unreliability of polls is that the volatile political times we live in, it often leads to pollsters getting it wrong or being seen to get it wrong. Since the financial crisis of 2009, there has been a renewed interest in politics and voters are constantly looking around for political options other than the traditional political parties. New parties are, be, are being created all the time now in Western democracy, and such new parties can suddenly gain significant levels of support. So if we look at the situation in Britain, uh, just over a few months, um, the most popular party is Brexit, a completely new party. Equally, such levels of support for new anti-establishment parties can collapse at any point. So again, looking at Britain, uh, UKIP, uh, was a very popular anti-establishment option and now their vote has completely collapsed. So, a volatile voting public no longer strongly aligned with traditional parties can make polls seem inaccurate. 
as options now can change so rapidly. So should we ignore the polls? No, but we should view them with scepticism. And we should look for medium to long-term trends as well, rather than relying on any one poll. So for example, in New Zealand, uh, even though we've got two contrasting results of these two recent polls, the general trend uh, over the last six months is for increased support for Labour, increased support for Jacinda Ardern, and for Labour now being the most popular political option. However, the crisis of polling generally is leading to political analysis becoming more of an art now rather than a hard, concrete sociological science. So they, therefore, the crisis of polling is actually, has actually led to a crisis of political science itself. And that's your roundup for today. Thank you so much for that, John. Yes, polls just don't even bother, eh? Yeah, I know you're not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of polls. Not at all. The only poll I enjoy is the one on the day. Yes, the only one that counts. That's, exa- that's exactly right. The only one which actually has a um, an outcome that can, um, which is, is is a reflection of of the reality at the end. Mm. I guess it's so much sort of money and effort and time that's been invested in sort of creating these polling companies that, and uh, in the, in the media is always uh, uh, sort of referred to these polls uh, as being so important that it's hard to sort of uh, see a shift happening. Yeah. And, well, and, Mm. That's right. I mean, people still enjoy them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you, John. I'll see you again tomorrow morning, my friend. For sure. That was the Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.